0: During the show, are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio.
1: Good morning, fashion friends. Welcome to Fashion Friday. It's officially pumpkin spice latte season. That's, that's actually what I'm drinking this morning, which I love. I love, love, love. Um, break out those cozy knits, chunky flannel. Well, I should say chunky chunky knits, cozy flannels. That makes more sense. Cashmere throws. I love this season. Um, it's definitely a change-your-wardrobe kind of kind of weekend, kind of day, actually, the dreary day. I don't know if this is going to follow into the weekend, but... It's this is the type of day I think that you could clean out your closet. Now that I'm thinking about it, a rainy day. Um, but anyway, we're going to get to we're going to get back to circle back to that in just a bit. It is, however, in the fashion world, the end of Fashion Month. So the finale of Fashion Month is always Paris Fashion Week. It's uh, just at the tail end. It's got a couple more days, so I haven't seen everything yet. Um, Briefly, some highlights best of the runway. Now, remember, Paris Fashion Week, we are seeing brands like designers like uh, Chanel, Saint Laurent, Dior, Marnie, Chloe, Hermes, Givenchy, etc. There's on and on and on the list goes. So, some of the best of the best is there. And so far, I'm going to talk more about this next week after it wraps up and I can really get my, uh, you know, hold on everything. But so far, this is what I've seen. Now, remember, this is for spring summer 2019, so it's all spring clothes. Uh, 70s inspired, very 70s inspired. Um, menswear trend continues with wait for it, feminine skirts. I was like, oh, I like this. I got excited. Wait,
2: wait, wait. Did you say menswear inspired? And, oh, okay, menswear yes. inspired. Okay, yes, now I'm with you.
1: Menswear, the <laughs> menswear trend, so that uh, you know what I mean. That the suiting, blazers. Right. Okay. Um, pants of menswear fabric, so windowpane or a check or anything that would be a man's suit uh, fabric, so that's trend. It's structured blazers are very, very on trend right now, and uh, I was just trying to think of, of uh, some of the other, the plaids that are really trending, and uh, yeah, menswear suiting. So, But this is how I've been seeing it on the runway, paired, so a blazer paired with a very frothy kind of ruffly skirt. I thought, oh, that's really interesting. That's definitely a, you know, two ends of the spectrum. It worked. It really looked nice. I thought that was a great idea, as opposed to just a blouse or a cardigan. Um, the, the model had on a, I think, just a light blouse and then the jacket over it. It, it looked really nice. So I also saw lots of Asian-inspired patterns in, in skirts and dresses, um, sarong type of of dresses, skirts that tie on the side with like an Asian print, you know, florally Asian print, really beautiful, and then metallics. So, so far, that's what I've seen. Um, Chanel is always, I think, at the end of the week. I don't know what day Chanel does their show, but that's always like the showstopper. It's a huge production. It's usually in an amazing space that's been created. You know, last season, they created a forest park, far as (laughs) indoors. And it's pretty incredible. Um, So that's the one thing I almost, if I ever get to go to Paris Fashion Week, of course I want to go for the clothes. But I almost want to go just to see the set designs of these incredible shows, you know, and what goes into it. Because I could really appreciate that, what goes behind scenes and how they build it. It's not just a runway and models walking down a runway.
2: I I guess this year has been everything about Paris. Because or Paris, because they had Fashion Week, it's leading right into the Writer's Cup, which for the, I don't know if it's the first time, but it's been a long time since it's been in France.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Which is quite unusual. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I always like to look at, I think my favorite street style, since we talk about that here on the show a lot, is When I look at Paris Fashion Week, I don't know why. And I don't know if it's necessarily Parisians. I assume most of them are Parisians, but it's people coming from all over the world. It could very well be American girls that I'm looking at. I don't know. All I know is what gets photographed and what I see on the Internet. Everyone just looks so good. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, well, I'd like to think maybe they're a mix of people, but they might be more. I actually know a lot of them art parisian girls um they will sometimes have their name and it'll say you know famous actress in france and so on and so forth or famous influencer or editor of you know french Vogue or whatever a french magazine um so best of street style here's what i have to report similar to new york plaid blazers leopard print lots of coats um lots of little small structured bags so the bag is getting is shrinking uh, again it got bigger. It shrunk. Now it's shrinking again. Um, and lots of sort of romantic, flowy dresses. Lots of that. And I've been seeing that paired with the cowboy boot. That's like, seems to be the uniform. So um Even in Europe. Huh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Carrying through, definitely. So, you know, it takes, this is how it starts. I Someone just asked me this recently. Someone who's not in the fashion industry. Um, it was a guy, actually. Sent me a picture of, of something that was on the Marnie runway, Marnie the designer, which happened uh, just recently, the runway show, and said, I don't get it. <laughs> it was a text message that said, I don't get it. Uh, you know, can, this doesn't make any So the model basically had on tons and tons of layers, and it was a like a puffy coat. But then, you know, something on top of that, on top of that, it really looked weird and odd. I understand, to Mm. the average person. So I said, well, here's my short answer, since this was a text message. And I said, we can discuss this further when I see you. I said, it's, you know, it's the runway. So it is the designer's dream or vision. It's not necessarily practical. It's not necessarily, well, that's going to, you're going to see that exact thing in a store. You know, it's for... Maybe red carpet, maybe editorial, maybe that but that uh, vision is you can be sure most likely going to be filtered down, trickled down and watered down a bit. And, and a form of what you saw will then be mainstream and in stores, places where we shop, you and I shop like H&M and Zara, et cetera, et cetera. I said you ju- you might not remember or you might not know. Oh, this started with that, but that's basically where it comes from. It's it's the you know the influence of the the fashion industry. So that was my answer in short.
2: So not everything that's seen on the runway is for us. Correct. The uninitiated. Many of it. Many of the pieces are designed for other designers to see, and to Correct. influence
1: or brands. Yep. Exactly. That's exactly it. And, yeah, so there's many different things. And it's, I mean, they, it's not like they're designing things for people to copy. I don't like to sa- say that per se. True. It's, it's more of an influence. You know, it's, this is their vision. This is their dream. It doesn't have to be practical. It's the runway. It's fantasy, sort of. Right. So, and, and some designers do design for every day. That's hmm. a totally different thing. There's all different types of designers and categories, let's say. It's ready to wear. It's couture. And so on. So the things you see on the runway, if you say, well, that doesn't make sense, it's not supposed to necessarily. It's almost like looking at a painting. It's a bit subjective. And you say, well, I don't understand the painting. And some people could look at it and go, well, I see this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, I see butterflies and puppies. And then I, I say, well, I see apples and spaceships. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like that. So, so that was my answer to about the runway. And, but, but everything does start. With the runway and everything starts with designers and what they're putting out. So it just depends on how it gets transformed and made to for every day somewhere along like so I said to him that will turn into maybe like a puffer coat. And it was shiny, so then, you know, we're seeing that right now. Metallic puffy coats are, are really on trend right now. Mm. And little did you know it started with this crazy thing that you didn't understand because she has, like, almost, it looks like a coat tied around her neck. I mean, it looks quite funny. But, um, again, it's like, you know, just a dream almost, a fantasy. So so that's what I've been seeing best of on, on Paris Street style, very similar to New York, um, which is interesting. Um New York, sometimes I feel like when I look and when I'm there, I think also because I'm there and I'm watching as I'm coming in and out of shows, I almost feel like people start to try too hard. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of good fashion, but there's also a lot of bad in New York. And maybe it's that way in other cities. It's just because I'm not there actually witnessing it and I'm only looking on the Internet and looking at certain bloggers and editors and so on. So maybe I'm only seeing the best of the best. But um, yeah, New York tends to be like ooh yeah. It's almost like people say people use that as an excuse. Well, it's Fashion Week, so I can just be as crazy as I want, and it's it gets to the point where it's like well, that doesn't even make sense. Well, that
2: seems just like the other hand or the other side of what you just described.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly, they're they're dressing for the runway and not for the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I feel it still has to make sense. You know, it's like I get creative licensing and I get being you know who you want to be, but there are moments where you just go, okay, no, I, it's just not working for me. I mean, it's really crazy stuff. I see. really
2: makes you want to interview that designer and say, okay, tell me what you were thinking here.
1: Yeah. Well, well, I'm talking more about the people I see on the streets. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like like show goers. Oh, all right. Yeah. Where they just go crazy and I'll say, and it's not that it's not because I just dislike it. I get, you know, I'm not going to like everything. It's the people wearing stuff to the shows will get super, super creative, but to the point where it's too much. It's overstyled, or it's something that looks like a costume. Definitely. And you can't tell—is that the outfit, or is that a pre-Halloween costume, or? I've been g-
2: looking at leather jackets recently. Okay. Uh, on Amazon, of course, where I look for everything. Yes. And many of the leather jackets are named as a, a costume for a character you saw on a, in a movie.
1: Oh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the style
2: is based on, was, uh, Indiana Jones or uh, <laughs> what was the other one? Oh, I uh, like Galaxy's uh, the the. That that space show that was just movie was just on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Oh yes, yes.
2: And I was like, well, it yeah. does look kind of appealing, but that name turns me off completely. Yes. I don't want to be wearing that.
1: Interesting. I was just going to say that. That now it's interesting that they're doing that because that immediately puts a thought in your mind, right? Like yeah. you just said, it turns me off. It same with me. If it was called something that I'm like, well, I don't see myself. If it was Raiders of the Lost Dark. Yeah, I would yeah. say. The Raiders of the Lost, Dark kind of gal. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm more of whatever, you know, fill in the blank. So, yeah, it's interesting that they're doing that. Mm. So, is this a particular brand or just the, on the Amazon fashion? I didn't notice the brand. Okay. Okay. Yeah, mm. I, I'm with you. I mean, you know, they name shoes all the time or handbags are always named. A lot of, a lot of times it's the, this bag, like the Kelly bag, the you know, the Birkin bag. That I get. But those are sort of, they're usually named after people. Of sick night Grace Kelly, um, and well,
2: a bomber jacket. That's the same idea. That's a very generic term for a style of jacket now. Yes, and that's what that means. Right. I mean, originally it was what the guys wore when they flew the bombers. A-
1: yes, aviators. Yeah. yeah, or aviator jacket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think everything needs a name. I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, mm. bags, I get it. It's one type of bag that has, is iconic and is, you know, an investment piece. But does everything need a name? I don't know. Can we just call it a bomber jacket, like you said, or a leather jacket? Well,
2: <laughs> that's descriptive, though, too. But it's it's now at a point where it's accepted, and it, and it really defines a particular style.
1: Right. Right. True. Uh, True. Mm. It's interesting. I don't know. I think yeah. it's uh, all part of the marketing plan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They got me. Yeah, I guess so. All right, so I said earlier, mentioned earlier, best time to clean out your closet, I always think, is spring and fall. So this, for me, is the best time, by the way. I did start to do this, so I'm happy to say (laughs) I made time to do this. I'm going to talk about that after the break. Um, I'm going to break it down for you, a few easy steps to cleaning out your closet. You won't want to miss this. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH
0: Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do.
1: Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, so on the break.
2: I caused trouble.
1: You, you, you did. Good trouble, though. So tell us what you just told me.
2: Well, I was uh, uh, watching the Colbert show, which I love to do, and Candace Bergen was on promoting her new show, which I watched last night, too, and that was very good. But at any rate, she had this necklace on, which mm-hmm. was fascinating, huge, I mean, and hell around her neck with a kind of a metal choker design, mm-hmm. uh, one of these elasticized-looking things that is tight against her neck, yes. but then... A large triangular piece covering her whole chest.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so, of course, I looked it up. All right. And there it is.
2: Yeah, you describe it because I'm not sure I did it. You, d-
1: you did. You did. At first, I want to say this. She looks fantastic. I don't know how old she is, but she looks fantastic. Yes. For whatever age she is, I'll say this. And I like when I can't tell someone's age because then you know they really do look fantastic. <laughs> Um, Secondly, she's wearing leopard. I want to point this This out. This is right.
2: The jacket was leopard, and so were the shoes.
1: Okay, yeah. I can't see her shoes. She has a leopard jacket. It almost looks like a shirt jacket. She has a white tee or tank top and then black pants. So over, I love this. If she did this, kudos to her. If she is a stylist, kudos Kudos to to the stylist. stylist. And she does have a statement necklace on your right, Bob. And it looks like it's metal. Yes, it comes up high as a choker, but then it l- comes down in a triangle on her chest, and it it has looks like it has jewels on it of, like brown and green, almost like emerald, big chunky cabochon um, jewels. Mm-hmm. It has really pretty. It looks like it has some movement to it too. I don't know if it stays like stiff as one piece, right. but it almost looks like it might move a little bit. You know, the hanging part. But it looks great. Did you like it? You thought it was interesting? Yeah.
2: I I was first caught by how dynamic it was. Yeah. And
1: then I grew to like it. And interesting because those type of pieces don't always show well on camera. So it's interesting. Mm. I mean, I've I've dressed a... um, a newscaster. Once upon a time, I was styling a newscaster for a while. And we had to be very careful of what colors to use and what not to use, you know, what comes up, what shows up on films. Interesting. So I learned, I was educated on uh, color and texture, what shows up on camera. And this necklace, I would think would not, but it actually does. It looks it looks very nice. Yeah. And, I, and I actually like it with the leopard even more. Uh-huh. You know, she just did the white T-shirt underneath. Which was smart, so you see the piece, Mm -hmm. but then layering over leopard with this jeweled piece. Uh, Yeah, I think it's like silver, black, or brown, and green. Really nice. Because you see here, what happens is you notice the piece, and the leopard jacket kind of becomes like a neutral. You know, it's not so much. It's there, but it's not screaming. I love it. So I would say the hero piece of this outfit is the necklace. Okay. (laughs) Good job. I like that you're noticing, Bob. (laughs) All right, so time to clean out the closet. I've got a few easy steps to make it really simple for you. For those of you that don't love this, it doesn't have to be a daunting task. So here we go. This is what you've got to do now granted it depends on the size of your closet so a teeny tiny closet of course is going to be take much less time than a huge, if you're fortunate to have a huge walk-in closet you've got to break it down, also if you've got a lot of dresser space, a lot of drawers you've also got to add in that time so first and foremost for me also, now I have a few closets, I turned a guest bedroom into a closet plus I have the other closet, so I've got a little bit of everything and um, everything's sort of separated, so i actually had to put this on my calendar and i thought this is smart because you know i kept saying i've got to do it i've got to do it i've got to do it i was never going to do it so i actually took time i allowed for me i was doing one section of the closet so i allowed an hour it was happened to be drawers so i, th- I said i'm going to get through this chest of drawers in one hour i did it in less than an hour but i actually put it on my calendar i did I just,
2: did you have a calendar in high school? <laughs>
1: I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, well, yeah, and I mean, like, not all the time. Like, it would be, like, for fun, and all then, right. it, you know, was I was always pretty organized to have say, yeah, because obviously I, I didn't many have. Many of us
2: been, this uh, last couple of days have been kind of shocked at that and realizing well, I didn't have a calendar. Right, in this right.
1: Uh, I mean, I didn't, like, document things, no. I right. didn't. But I, I think I did have a, you know, it would be like a novelty gift someone gave to me, like a Pink calendar that was for fun that had pictures of, or like a dance calendar. I do remember I had a cork board in my room that had a calendar, but it wasn't, I didn't like write my schedule down. If that's, is that what you're asking? Like write document things? All right. No, that I did not do, but. I definitely had a calendar more for the pictures. Okay. I remember having a ballet calendar and every month I was excited to oh, see yeah. what the next ballerina picture. But yeah, it wasn't like a journal or I wasn't like now what I use my calendar for, which is really my planner. Right. Um right. this obviously I didn't have a cell phone back then or an iPhone. Um so so no, it was more it wasn't functional. I think it was more for just the pictures. Okay. But I do remember having a something hanging on the cork board. Um but, yeah, I put it in my calendar. I put it into my phone, in, the, in my phone, which is where I put everything. And secondly, I think if you, if you have a really big closet and you want to make this a fun thing, I think it's fun. It's, it could be fun to invite a friend over or a relative, a sister, mom, cousin, whatever, someone that's going to be honest with you, and make it sort of a fun friend date. You could do that. You could, you know, select a playlist. You could really make this fun. Me, on the other hand, I feel like I need to keep it short and sweet and get in and get out. Otherwise, I could spend the whole day there and I don't have the whole day to spend in my closet. Um, But so put it on the calendar and invite a friend over if you want to go that route. Um, Or just say to yourself, this is the time I have allotted. I'm going to allow two hours or half a day or 45 minutes, whatever it is for my closet. And that what I I get done, I get done. Next thing, you've got to pull everything out and put it on your bed why because eventually you've got to clear it off to get into bed right by by oh. the evening so if you put it on the bed unless you plan on sleeping somewhere else that night or on the floor it's going to motivate you to get through it this is what i'm thinking well i
2: have this big chair i just take it all and put it on the put it on chair put on the chair
1: which is where it sits still <laughs> but the, but the right see but then it sits there and the yeah. bed you have more surface space True. so you kind of can yeah, yeah. You, i'm leaning towards making piles which i'm getting to next um, then you've got to try things on. This is where the friend comes in or the opinion if you need it. If you're, if you're strong enough to make those decisions, then, you know, you can do it your, yourself. So you've got to try it on. And these are the piles you've got to make. The keep or store, the sell, the donate, the trash, and the mend or tailor pile so uh, pretty self-explanatory definitely keep store store I'm saying things if if you rotate your closet to fall winter spring summer so store or if it's things of nostalgia pieces so a wedding dress or something an heirloom a you know vintage coat that was passed down to things like that that you're not necessarily wearing it's in rotation but you want to keep it and store it Sell, obviously, that is consign. Donate, these are things you can't consign, but you just want to donate. Trash, I say this because you've got to be realistic. If there's something with stains on it or it's really torn and really just worn out, Don't even donate it, just trash. Mend or tailor, these are things that you would wear if they fit. So I'm a fan of making a clear decision, yes or no. Not, well, it'll fit me if I lose 10 pounds or it'll fit me if I gain 10 pounds. No, no, no. It's it's you're wearing it or you're not. So take it to the tailor, to the dry cleaner, and get it fixed or donate it or sell it. Um, Then when you start to kind of put things back in, I think you've got to hang as much as possible – without getting too tight um and when you're hanging things i think you've also got to replace the hangers all the hangers should be the same and no wire hangers mommy dearest (laughs) no i like the felt covered hangers you can pretty much buy anywhere home goods you can buy them online amazon um those are my favorite um and i they come in all different colors i if you want a color fine i like just simple black
2: well the felt ones kind of hold the material Yes. So it doesn't shift easily, or yes. you get in, in, in a strange angle that puts a nasty kind of wrinkle on the piece. Right, of clothing. right, yeah.
1: or like a dent in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, and then there's also those soft padded hangers that are for really delicate pieces. Yeah. Um, so I think the important thing is to be to make it uniform. So one type of hanger, and that will just make it clean and organized when you look at it. Um, you should hang as much as possible and then fold all the heavy items fold the things that you don't want you really you know, can't fit on a hanger or like you said delicate pieces that can have the, the dent marks in the shoulders from the hanger um, then when you're putting it back in so here's where the organizing comes in organize it I suggest by color and by item so all jeans all all tops all blazers and then by color and I do it light to dark left to right and this is where my real organization skills come in but you've got to do what's best for you if that doesn't work for you don't do it if you say well I like it to do better you know by outfits or whatever it is you've got to be practical I always say this too the things you think you're going to wear the most I would put to the back or towards the back, and the things you don't think you're gonna wear, I'd put to the front. Leave it like that for a couple of months. You might start wearing the things that are in the front. So um, that's in another way. Um, again, whatever works for you, you've got to um, use that system. But color, if you do it by color, this works because, first of all, it's easier on the eye. So the lighter colors with, and then the darker colors, and you can get more specific if you want. You can always look at a you know, color chart to figure out how the flow of colors. Whatever works for you, I think, is important. If you've got drawers, drawer, use dividers um, that kind of ends all drawer chaos. This is really important. I love a good drawer divider because it really does keep things, you know, clean and simple, fast. I can find stuff. I do this for my sock drawer because th- that just seems to be no matter how many times I clear it out, it just seems to become a mess.
2: Okay, what do you do with the sock where you've lost one? Uh, I know. Do you just throw it away?
1: I don't. So I saw a cute idea in the magazine one time, and I and I thought, this is really cute. Cool. Now, I haven't done this, but I this is my plan to do this. Um, it was in a laundry I want to do this in my laundry room. In the laundry room, they had a little string strung almost like a clothesline with mm-hmm. clothes pins oh, yeah. and when there's the empty sock the left sock they close pin it oh. and it said something super cute on the wall like i don't know i lost my friend or something like that or looking for my mates or something like that yeah so then if you find it it's there I actually take them all and kind of put them all together in a separate spot, and if I, I don't throw it out. Unless I, it's been there a long time, and I definitely... Because what happens yeah. to them? That's the question. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I think this is yeah. everyone's question. I have
2: a spot in, in my sock drawer that's kind of off to the side where those are all ones that are only one. Onesies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't know. Um, I think And th- I'm thinking, this is silly. What am I hanging on to before?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess after time, you, you kind of have to... But you're right. You think for a while maybe it'll come back right because maybe it's where wrapped it up in something
2: else that, and it didn't get stuck in the machine or right. something
1: right right that's the thing i say yeah. where does it go i it has to be here <laughs> it was there when you put it in right, right. oh it, yeah how does it not come out i know i know it's the the question the rhetorical question um but drawer, anyway uh, dividers definitely helps and then the last thing i do this is the fun thing i like to if you can if you have a space Decorate or sort of romance your closet. Add a photo as small photos. Maybe it's a trinket. Maybe it's a favorite necklace you've got on display. Maybe it's flowers. Add a little lamp or light fixture. Something fun and pretty. It makes it fun to go in your closet because getting dressed in the morning should be fun. All right. Hopefully that was helpful for you and uh, you're going to get organized with your fall wardrobe. Thanks for listening. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. Lauren, Katherine, Manitou, Betty Davis, we love you. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that were in the mood. Don't just stand there, let's get to it. Strike a pose, there's nothing to it.
0: The voice of Greenwich. This is 1490 WGCH Greenwich. Confirmation Battle. I'm John Trout. While attempting to take a Capitol Hill elevator to join senators for today's Senate judiciary vote on the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh, Senator Jeff Flake was confronted by at least two women who themselves claimed.